Hey fam, it's me. Welcome to the 13th episode of Infoscape and the third episode of season two. Today's episode will be a little shorter than most. Many of you should know that the month of February is hailed as Black History Month. And I would like to point out that Black history and culture cannot be confined to the shortest month on the calendar. It is a consistent celebration. 365, baby. With that being said, as promised in season one, I want to add a new addition to what we normally do on this podcast. Every few episodes, I will highlight an unsung scholar in the field of economics, law, or business. The recognition of the chosen scholar will be the totality of the episode, and then the next episode, we will continue with regularly scheduled programming. I hope that by doing this, you begin to look for the unsung scholars in your field and begin to spread some of that intellectual love. Let's jump in. Thank you, Malachi, for that amazing rendition of Lift Every Voice and Sing, originally created by James Weldon Johnson. All right, so most of you should know I am studying economics right now. It will be my first collegiate degree, and I am definitely proud to say that. I love the science. More than anything, really, even when I'm in law school, I expect to continue my study on the side, publish some papers, do some talks, etc. However, As with most things you love, you have to always give yourself room to have some criticisms. The economics profession is not the greatest at recognizing and cultivating black talent. There are plenty of black economists that need to be on your radar right now. And I will link a wonderful article to this episode that you should for sure check out. But I want to focus on the OG, Dr. Sadie Tanner Mossel Alexander. Never heard of her? I wonder why. Hmm. And see, I'm not the only one that's kind of takes issue with the profession, not really my profession yet, but um, 
economics as a whole with overlooking the contributions of black scholars, a wonderful publication called The Economist. I'm a subscriber and I suggest that you subscribe too if that's something that interests you. They released an article on the forgotten heroine. It's amazing. And I will definitely link the article to this episode. By the way, 90% of what I'm about to say comes from that article. It is very, very detailed. Uh, Dr. Alexander was the first black woman to receive a PhD in economics. Huge deal. Considering the fact she was born in Philadelphia in 1898. She started her education at Penn School of Education in 1916, and the students were downright ugly to her. They didn't even tell her where to purchase the right books or find the right classrooms. And as a college student, and I, I know, you know, through analytics that a lot of you who listen to this podcast are also college students. I mean, could you imagine not even giving the basic information to succeed, like literally plotting against you on arrival? And that is that is a story for many black scholars in this country, even today. She was rejected from a graduate program after a librarian accused her of messing with the books of another student. Spoiler alert, she was mistaken for another student. Young Dr. Alexander was known for her quiet militancy. Icon. She finally graduated with her PhD in 1921 in a blaze of publicity. By the way, she also holds a law degree from Penn and received help from her husband desegregating hotels and theaters. Her husband was also a lawyer. She represented them pro bono for free. Again, huge deal. Make sure you clicked on the linked article and do your own research to learn more about this amazing woman. But I'm going to go ahead and continue on in the article. Her dissertation and, you know, that's definitely needed to graduate with your Ph.D., was prompted by the Great Migration, in which about 40,000 Southern-born African-Americans migrated to Philadelphia's factories during the First World War. If you want to learn more about the Great Migration, a simple Google search will kind of give you all the background information you need. I will find a nice starter article to get you started in case you are unfamiliar with this event. Alexander wanted to know whether the mostly southernized, as the article puts it, newcomers would adapt to the industrial economy or would they kind of tank the reputation of Philadelphia's existing black population, which she calls a community of culture, education and of some financial means, excuse me, again, not discriminating against these newcomers, but using it as a working hypothesis of which to create her research. As a black woman, she won immediate access to the financial lives of over a hundred migrant households, documenting their spending. After leaving University Alexander Intertwine, you can learn more about her research through the Economist article. Not going to talk too much about it. Just want to kind of tease you. So to make sure that you read this article, I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but it's um, it's pretty interesting. After leaving university, Alexander intertwined her economic ideas into her speeches and articles. She argued that factory jobs did hold more dignity for us than household work, which was thankless. She was excited by the fact that many black women were working outside their homes, but she she said that there were very that they were often employed unproductively. Productivity is a huge deal when you're talking about the greater scheme of a um, of a budding economy. So t- 
two-thirds, this is documented in her research, two-thirds earned virtually nothing as servants. We're talking about black women. Um, she reported during the Great Depression, and the remainder were mostly farmhands. And she she's noted as saying, and I quote, We still find barefoot black women hoeing, planting, and picking the crops. Theirs is not even in existence. It is a fight for survival. So Dr. Alexander is the first scholar we are highlighting. As with all my episodes, I am just starting the conversation in hopes that you continue them in your own circles. It is impossible to recognize every single scholar, but we can definitely branch out more. In two weeks, we will continue to go where the money resides. If you haven't seen that video, you totally should watch it. It's it's pretty good. Budgeting mistakes will be the theme of our next episode. Follow me on Twitter or the podcast on Facebook. I'm not the biggest social media fan, but like I need a way to reach y'all. So if you have any ideas that don't require an internet presence, let me know so I can delete some of these accounts. I'm joking, but not really. Follow me though. Give me more reasons to engage with people. Stay real, stay blessed, stay learning, wear your mask, and stay six feet apart. Peace.